Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome everybody to It's Doomsday Podcast. Today is May 29th, it's approximately 7.30 some shit. Joining me in the studio today is Rusty Shackelford. He's back. Uh, Al had an emergency today. He wasn't able to uh, meet us for the recording time. So Rusty happened to be in town. He was already planning on coming to the studio anyway. So we figured why not bring you guys a show. And Rusty, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, man. How about yourself? I'm doing I'm doing great. And Rusty and I were sitting here mulling over some ideas of what we wanted to talk about on today's show. And I came across something pretty interesting. And I feel that we need to we all need to do this. And I want you guys out there listening to do this too. Go to www.theirsilentlife.com. And when you go there, there's going to be a pop-up for a readiness quiz. And it's a uh, 15, 16 question survey. And I feel like it would be really cool for you guys to take. So definitely, if you don't have anything going on, if you got some time, go take this quiz. You excited? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it'll definitely bring some humanity back to preppers to, to, to knock people down off their pedestals a little bit. You know something. Something needs to because some of these guys they are uh, they got a lot going on, and I don't think that they truly understand um, if they truly understand how it is or not. Right. So yeah. we're gonna get right into this. Uh, are you live right now? I am trying to go live, but apparently I don't have any volume. You don't have any volume. Not on this. Well, here, hold on. We'll do this. All right. Um. See if I could find you live. So, guys, we're also live streaming on Clapper right now as well. And we're just trying, kind of trying to get this going over here so people could watch watch in. And why am I not finding you? Let's see. Here. I don't know. Uh, Shelby's saying she can't hear me. Is the sound off? It's all right, guys. Bear with us. We're going to get this going. Can you hear me now, Shelby? There. I just sent you an invite. So you'll get your she'll get your sound through me. And one of us is going to have to turn down. Oh wow! Listen to that. I'll turn mine down. Hold on. All right. Because I can't turn mine off for some reason. Wait a minute. There it is. I mute you. Okay. There you go. So we should be good now. We shouldn't have any backup sound. So we're going to get right in. We're going to get right into this. Hold on. How do I mute myself now? Oh, I muted Let's you. See. You muted me. I think I muted you. So much chaos in here. Yeah, I know there's an echo. We're working on it. Okay. Let me do this. I'll just turn mine all the way down. Um, let's see here. 
We're talking prepping. Stick around. You might learn something. You might be humbled. All right. We shouldn't have an echo now. I'm still getting it, though. How about now? Hold on. I have an idea. Oh, Lord. It might not be a good idea. The echo is bad. All right. Do we have an echo now? Wait a minute. We shouldn't have an echo now. I just muted you on my end. Then we don't have an echo. It's on your side, Jester. Gotcha. Okay. Clear. We're good now? All I right. guess we're good. We're good. Okay. All right. So, once again, guys, you can go take the survey at theirsilentlife.com. Their it's going to pop up as soon as you guys get in there, and you can go in and you can take the survey. So, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to read you the questions on this survey. And uh, Rusty and I are going to go ahead and answer these. And you guys answer these in the chats or answer them in your car to yourself, wherever you're at. (laughs) All right. So question number one, let's start with your current water storage. Best guess, how much water do you have in storage? Note, for each survey question, choose the option that is most like your current situation. All right. So question number one, or answer number one. Unfortunately, very little. Does three gallons of toilet water count? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say no. Toilet water is Dr. Cow for this. It's going to be a bad day if I'm drinking toilet water, bro. Right. Uh, answer number two. Some. I've got a few jugs or cases stashed away, but it won't, it won't last very long. I think there was a typo there. Uh, number three is a decent amount, enough to survive a month or two. And answer number four is lots, months. Are you kidding me? I'm set for a year. Now, I fall in this category of lots because I have water filtration, I have two springs, I have a creek, and I have a pond. If I really got desperate, I'd drink the duck shit water. <laughs> I mean, I would clean it first. Yeah. You're putting a lot of faith in in, uh, in water filters if oh, you're drinking t- duck shit water. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... My answer to this is lots because of the abundance of fresh water sources I have on the property. I, I'm going to go with lots also. Like I said, I have a creek that runs behind my house. I also have Sawyer filters and things like that to filter it out. Unfortunately, though, I would have to find something that could potentially filter out oil because of where I live. That's one of my contaminants that I would be concerned about. But as far as that whole thing, I mean, I've got a, a steady creek, and even though it's been dry where I am, we still got water flowing in it. Gotcha. So question number two says, okay, great. How many alternative water sources do you have? And I think that this is a loaded question considering the first question of your water storage. Right. Right? So, all right. So, i.e., river, lake, pond, rainwater collection system, natural spring, swimming pool, etc. So I have a rain collection system. I have two natural springs. We have a pond. We have a creek, right? I mean, I'd say you're with you're in the lots department. Right. So the answers to this are number 1, nothing close by. Number 2, I can haul a bucket to a public water source worst case scenario. Uh, number 3, some I could take advantage of some free H2O when it rains. Or four lots. Let's just say I can go skinny dipping anytime I want, and that's where I'm at. I'm. I think I'm with the lots too. The the only thing about the going to the public water source is you're going to have other people doing the same thing, so you're going to be fighting people for water. Right. It, right. Exactly. And I mean, I, I'll go skinny dipping in duck shit pond. And it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, are you looking for something kick ass to add to your closet? 
Reaper has the hookup for t-shirts, hoodies, button-ups, hats, beanies, and plenty of other badass products. You can check out Reaper Apparel Company at www.reaperapparelco.com and use code DOOM10 for 10% off. Jester only stands behind brands he believes in, and Dan at Reaper Apparel has a mission, and Jester is on board. Go check out www.reaperapparelco.com today and use code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire order. Why be a sheep when you can reap? Use code DOOM10 for 10% off at www.reaperapparelco.com today. It says, gotcha, let's move on to another critical supply, food. Best guess, how much shelf-stable shelf food do you currently have in storage? Answer number one is, yikes, does the food in my fridge count? Answer number two, some, my freezer and kitchen pantry are close to full. Number three is, a decent amount in a pinch I could survive a month or two. And answer number four is, lots, I could boycott the grocery store for nearly a year or more. I think I'm going to have to go with a decent amount. I mean, I can't boycott the grocery store, but I've got enough to last me a good month, two, maybe three, depending if we uh, ration it out. See, that's – and I just got a uh, – Hicktown Honey in the chat says between three and four, and that's that's where I feel I'm at. Now, don't get me wrong. When it comes to the lots category, to, to the number four answer, I've got years' worth of supply, but it's like when it gets into that lots category, a lot of it's beans and rice. Right, and I think that's what everybody's is. Right, but, but you also have to understand that you can boycott the grocery store. It means you got to grow your own food. Do you right now have the ability to preserve that food? I do. Well, yeah, that's you. <laughs> I mean, not everybody would have that. Right. So you know what? Just for argument's sake, I'm going to say I'm not boycotting the grocery store. I'm going to go with a decent amount. It's weird they didn't put cannibalism in here. Are you prepared for that? We're not ready to go down that road. Not once yet. You, once we're, you go down getting... that road, there's no coming back. <laughs> Uh, got it. So how many different alternative sources of food do you have? I.e. fish, garden, backyard chickens, livestock, beehives, land for hunting, foraging, etc. Three answers to this one. First one is, um, do backyard dandelions and worms count? Second answer is some, I grow and store a few calories from my garden. And number three is lots. I've got my own mini farm going, going on over here, plants and animals. Do pets count? They can. Uh, if it gets bad enough, you can eat the guinea pig. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with the the sum category. I do have some land that I can hunt on, and hopefully everybody around me doesn't have that same idea. Right. But as far as fish are concerned, we don't really have any good fishing sources, and nobody other than my neighbors at the corner of the street, they do have chickens. But I got a feeling if things go south, they're going to be eating them pretty quick. Probably. So for me, it's like I want to say the lots category because of the idea of hunting, the idea of foraging. We don't have a lot of fish in the creek. There are some, but they're tiny. The bigger they get, the further they get washed downstream, and I don't see them. But we do have an abundance of crayfish, right? Yeah. Uh, if our animals were producing like they should be, I could go into the lots category. But for argument's sake, I'm going to go with some. All right. Food and water complete. Next, backup power. About how much energy backup power heat do you currently have, i.e. generator, fuel and wood stove, firewood, etc.? 
Answer number one is none. If the power goes out, it's going to be chilly in here. Uh, answer number two is some. If I ration my fuel sources, my generator can make it a week or so. Number three is a decent amount. A month from now, I'd still be reading Tom Clancy in the middle of the night in my underwear. Uh, answer number four is lots. I could sell some to the unprepared at outage prices if it really, if it gets really bad. Uh, I'm I'm rethinking this one from what my answer was earlier. So, when it comes to generators, fuels, wood stove, I have. I have capabilities of things, right? Right. And like one of those capabilities I have is a wood stove that I haven't put in yet, right? I mean, if something happened, that would definitely light a fire into your ass to get it in there. Right, and exactly. And get it figured out. Yeah. So that's one. I mean, I have a pellet stove, so I would need, I would have to have an electrical source for it, but fortunately it wouldn't take much power at all. Right. To run. So I... I mean, I do have a generator. It does run on gas and propane, and I have plenty of that stuff put back. Right. And in all honesty, it would not it would not be run with the exception of running the freezer to keep that stuff cold until it was gone, and then turning the fireplace on for maybe a couple of hours while the while the freezer is going. All right. So I'm going to break down the heat source I currently have. So the house runs on electric heat. Right. We've okay. got three backup generators. So we could that all run on gas so we could run those till all the gas is gone okay all right then we have a uh multi-fuel uh well no it's kerosene uh torpedo heater that'll run off kerosene in the solar generators right so that could be used in spurts to warm everything up right yeah and if i use it in spurts five minutes here ten minutes there that'd probably last me weeks yeah okay and then we do have the wood stove and then i've got three of the little buddy heaters Okay. Oh, I forgot about the little buddy. Right, so I, I got, got three of those, of those with a bunch of propane tanks. I'm thinking I could probably, I mean, if it was wintertime and it was, I mean, we're talking really cool temperatures, I feel like I would fall into the decent amount category. Yeah. I mean, but here's another thing you got to think of, though. If you can isolate one room. You can go even longer. You can go even longer. I mean, I could totally isolate the in-laws RV and go forever. There you go. <laughs> So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with a decent amount for this one. I'm not gonna go with lots. We're gonna go with a decent amount. Yeah. All right. Now, great. Uh, do you have an off grid ener- energy sources, i.e., solar, wind, hydro, geothermal, bio? Uh, sorry, you lost me at off grid. Is answer number one. Yep, my back off off grid system helps me sleep better at night. Answer number three is backup. I'm already off grid full time and loving it. So. Here's where I'm at with my backup power. We have the generator. That's obviously number one, but it's not counted into this category. We've got three solar generators that we utilize for whatever we need to keep the lights on, right? But then we also have oil lamps and backup battery systems, and we we have all this stuff going on. We have, I mean, we have solar cameras. We have solar lights. We have all kinds of solar stuff going on. I'm going to go with the middle ground. Yup, my off-grid system helps me sleep better at night. That's about where I'm at. Where are you at? I'm somewhere in between yup and sorry. Yup, you're because somewhere between yup and sorry. I'm between the two of them because <laughs> I'm I'm currently trying to build like a solar generator. Right. I don't have any kind of solar thing. So mine would be very limited on power. 
So I, I'm kind of in between yup and sorry. See, <laughs> and then I'm thinking like in my head, I'm like also thinking about this idea that I've got. I've got four solar panels that combined are 420 watts of power. So if I would combine those suckers. Do you have enough food in your pantry for when disaster strikes? Go to www.readywise.com and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire food order. ReadyWise offers long-term food storage items such as chicken and beef that last up to 15 years. But that's not all. Go to www.readywise.com and use our code DOOM10 for 10% off of organic food as well. Offering chili, pasta, and soups, they have you covered. Did we mention they have fruits? Bananas, blueberries, strawberries, and apples, just to name a few. With many more food options for your home, car, or bug out bag, ReadyWise has your six. Go to www.readywise.com now and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off. I could probably be doing a lot. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Yup for this one. I'm not going to go the full other side of this. Okay. This, how, is, this is loaded, Jester. Yeah, this one's definitely loaded. It says, okay, how defensible is your home, bunker, or bug-out location? We're talking about the location that you plan to ride out a serious emergency. Four answers for this one. Answer number one is the bare minimum. Do you think deadbolts are enough to stop the ruthless neighbor? Um, more than locks, I've got an alarm system installed. Uh, answer number three is an alarm system plus security cameras, check motion lights, check reinforced door frames, check window security, check. And then answer number four is I got a virtual Fort Knox or hidden bunker over here. Uh, I'm going to go with number three. So that's, that's about where I'm at too. I mean, I've got the reinforced, uh, deadbolts and stuff. I've got the security cameras. We've got motion lights. But here's the question. And I got a dog. How much? Yeah, I got a dog too. He's worthless. <laughs> but how much of that stuff runs off of Wi-Fi? So okay, so mine has an. It's a closed loop system in okay. the house. So okay. I could act. Yes, I have to access through the Wi-Fi. But as long as everything's still powered up with a solar generator, I'm good. Okay. Right. That'll work. Yeah. So that's yeah. We're good on that. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, answer number three on that. All right. Uh, next question. Uh, some emergencies may force you to evacuate. For example, what if a, a wildfire is heading your way or a hurricane? Do you have an escape plan? Answer number one is escape leaving never really crossed my mind. Answer number two is I've thought about it. Like what I'd toss in my old gym bag just need 30 minutes. And number three is yes, my bug out bags are hundred percent ready and I've planned and practiced my routes. Ah, Okay, let's let's tear this question apart. I had a problem with this one. I don't consider a wildfire or a hurricane a bug out situation because it's an isolated incident. You're going to drive to a relative's house, a hotel, a different town over. You're going to get out of harm's way. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to need to have all these supplies. Okay. There's Walmart's going to be open. The hotel's going to have what you need. You're going to be able to file an insurance claim for anything that gets damaged. This isn't a situation where you're, you're going to need to take food stocks and weapons and all this shit. But how many people are going to have the same idea? People not prepping. 
Okay, so it, it depends. Like, let's say there's a situation that happens where you live. You're probably going to come here, right? I you're mean, I am definitely going to get the hell away from where I am currently living. Right. So how many people from where you're living are going to come all the way here? Not, they're just going to go a few towns over. They're, they're going to go a few towns over, but where I live at is a geographical nightmare because I have a major body of water. There's only two sources across it unless you go way up above uh, a major city to get across. Right. So that is going to be part of my issue is just the actual getting out of town. Hopefully, people will get their shit together and say, okay, we need to open this bridge up all the way and all the traffic is going out. So that is that is my hope is that at least that evacuation plan is still there. Right. So, I mean, I mean I'm ready to go. All I need is about two hours worth of notice, and I could throw my camping stuff in the car and on the so, on the road we go. Right. So that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with this. Is I, if shit was hitting the fan, I could load up what I needed. To, if it was a wildfire or a hurricane, I've got enough advance notice mm-hmm. to get the hell out of there. Right. And I I know about where I'm gonna go. Right. And it's gonna be away from the danger in whatever area that takes me. Right. Okay, so eh, I'm going to go with the middle one on this. I need, yeah. I've thought about it like what I toss in my old gym bag, just need 30 minutes. That's where I'm going to go to with this one. All right. Speaking of survival supplies, how's your stash of survival stuff in general? I.e., knives, fire starters, paracord, water filters, TP soap, batteries, etc. And the answers are I don't do tools. <laughs> That's what repairmen are for. <laughs> This is great. Uh, Some, I've got enough stuff to be dangerous. And number three is, yeah, I've got tons. Maybe I'm hoarding a bit too much. I should consider selling some of it. Fire is one of the most basic essentials for survival. Whether you're camping, hiking, or preparing for disaster, Blackbeard has your six. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Blackbeard offers stormproof matches, plasma arc lighters, fire starters, and ferro rods, all of which are great for your bug out bag. Once again, go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. I'm I'm going with I've got tons. Yeah, I that's what I'm saying. I've got knives, fire starters, paracord, water filters, TP stuff. I got all of this stuff in abundance. Yeah. Um and some of it is like cheapo knockoff shit, so I have the ability to barter. Yeah, even those little those little cheap flashlights. Yeah, I've got an ammo can full of those yeah, stupid yeah, things. Yeah, I'll trade you. Give me a, a yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I wait till I see them go on sale at the dollar store or or tractor just, supply or somewhere where it's like you get five of them for six bucks and I'm take like, take the batteries yeah. out of them. You'll be fine. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, it's perfect. All right. So we're going to go with, yeah, I've got tons for that one. All right. Question number 10. We're in the home stretch. Next up, medical supplies. How prepared are you to deal with injuries or sickness on your own? Answers are. <laughs> <laughs> Just reading some of these answers is just... I know. This, this is, is not realistic listen, at all. <laughs> for those of you that are listening, guys, go take this. This is great. Theirsilentlife.com, the ready-to-score quiz. Go check this out. This is great. Uh, <laughs> answers are not at all. Here, we use this dirty dish rag. Sorry, it's all I've got. Oh, you're fucked. Uh, and then the second answer is some. Hold on. I've got a first aid kit somewhere in the back of the closet. 
Uh, and answer number three is lots. You're in luck. I've got it all. Splint air, split air cast, tourniquet, sur- suture kit, surgical shears, you name it. That's where I'm at. I'm in the lots category. I'm in the lots category too, but I don't have uh, suture kits and all that others. It, I have a, I mean, I have a legit first aid bag in my car, right? That I could, you know, bandage somebody up to get them walking away from me. But I'm not, I'm not performing surgery. I'll sew someone up if I need to, dude. I've got suture kits, I've got staple guns, I've got local anesthetics, I've got all kinds. Of, I've got shit I'm not supposed to have. Well, you're not supposed to say things like that either. Well, whatever. <laughs> Come and find me. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go with the lots category because. And still, even you are doing better than some. Hold on. I've got a first aid kit somewhere in the back of the closet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the lots, too. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Next question. Question number 11. But even if you have all the supplies, do you know how to use them? Yes. <laughs> Answer number one is, I faint at the sight of blood. Answer number two is, I know my way around a kit and could play nurse at a pinch. <clears throat> Uh, number three is I've got a medical handbook, so hand me the scalpel stat. I'm going in. So we, both of us have, have got, went to EMT school, right? So we've (laughs) got, we've got the knowledge in that respect. And then also I've got a ton of medical stuff around that, like the books around the house and stuff. I'm going to go with the, the last answer. I've got a medical handbook, so hand me the scalpel stat. I'm, I'm going in. That's where I'm going to it. That's where I'm going. Where, 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 where do they even come up with these answers, dude? I don't know. I can't wait to see what our score is, though, at the end. Oh, yeah, this is going to be great. All right, let's move on to the next question. Uh, often, a- wait, often access to cash or rare coins can help in emergencies. So how much cash coins can you get your hands on fast? Not as much as I used to have, thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> that he he fucked everything up. I used to have, I, I used to keep a good amount of cash in my safe for for on hand. Right. Yeah. No. No. He, okay. He, he done fucked that up. So the answers are about that. My credit my credit cards already maxed out. <laughs> Number two is I could scrounge up a few Benjamins and a pitch a pinch up to about a thousand dollars. I've got some serious dry powder and cash coins up to 10K. <laughs> I can't lie, I'm not hurting up to 25K plus. Does silver count? Ah, uh, yeah. We can do a whole nother show about silver. Okay, gold. so I, all right. I think I'm going to be in question number, or answer number two. I could scrounge up a few Benjamins in a pinch up yeah. to about 1K because. I've got some some gold notes and I've got some things around the house. If I put everything together and got it all together, I'm pro. I could probably get to thousand. I could probably get to that too. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. All right. So, but you know, who's to say cash and shit's not going to be useless? All right. During an emergency, firepower gives you options. Hunting, self defense. What's your access to firearms look like? I got one on my hip. I got one in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, can we just go ahead and say I have a mini arsenal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do. Well, okay, so let's go through the answers here. Um, answer number one is I don't own any guns, bows, or crossbows. We know who to go to first. That's that's where we're going. Uh, number two is oh yeah, I've got a gun or two and know how to use them. Bow and arrows can count in this selection. 
Get your tickets to PrepStock before they're gone. Go to prepstock.ticketleap.com today. Being held in beautiful Townsend, Tennessee, this community-focused survival event is taking place October 6th through the 9th. Explore the world of homesteading and survival. Escape the sheeple and find your people at PrepStock. For more detailed information, go to prepstock.ticketleap.com and buy your tickets now. Want to increase your chances of survival? Learn new survival skills such as herbal remedies, beekeeping, pressure canning, and much more. For a sense of security and protection in uncertain times, buy your tickets today at prepstock.ticketleap.com. Tickets to this event are limited and will be gone soon. Don't miss out on this doomtastic time. Buy your tickets now at prepstock.ticketleap.com. Bug out to Prepstock this October. That's actually a really good answer. You like that one? I feel like that is a that is one of the better answers that this test has given. Maybe. It's like I've got one or two and bow and arrows. I mean, yeah, that's I would I would take that as an acceptable answer. So I I gotta I for me I gotta go with I got a mini arsenal. Um, that's where I'm sitting too. Right. I'm just saying though, out of all the answers that we've heard, mm-hmm. I think that's actually a pretty close uh, analogy. So yeah, dude. Like I mean, I've got I've got a compound bow and I've got a crossbow, and both of those are are into my preps, right? And right. I even bought I've got spare boxes of crossbow bolts because they're so you know. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you guys something right now. If anybody's like considering a crossbow for shit hitting the fan, let me explain to you how much cheaper it is to buy bolts than it is to buy arrows for a compound bow. Oh, yeah. Okay? So buying these to throw them in your stocks, they don't have to be cut down to your draw length. Nothing. They're ready to go right out of the box. You buy them the right size. You're ready to go, dude. Yep. So I'm going to for this one, though, we're going to go with mini arsenal. Yeah. All right. Uh, without ammo, guns can... Guns become expensive paperweights. Paperweights. So how's your ammo stockpile? <laughs> All right, let's get into these answers. Here we go. Number one is I don't own a single bullet or arrow. Um, number two is I got enough to go on a few hunting trips. Um, number three is I'm ready for war. Sh- should it come to that? Um, I'm ready for war. Um, I'm also ready for war. Should it come to that? I've got a decent stockpile of ammo for everything. I'm definitely above a few hunting trips. Uh, let's see. Somebody told me I have enough ammo to fire every hour on the hour for about 20 years. Want to be a guest on the show? Email it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. If you're counting 22 long rifle. Oh, if you're counting 22 <laughs> long rifle, dude, I'm going to the next millennium. <laughs> But uh, reloading is not up there. I think, dude, I, I want to say in 22LR, I think I got about 6,000 rounds sitting at home. Or no, I might be closer to 10,000 now. I don't know. There's a lot of 22LR. I'm sitting on a couple thousand. All right. Okay, final question. What's your emergency communications look like? Emergency communication look like? Just got a cell phone. I get all my emergency updates via cable, TV, or the internet. I've got a hand crank radio and can tune in, tune in during a blackout. Uh, my ham radio setup is ready and waiting. I know you fall into that category. I do. I, I don't have the best ham radio setup right now, but I do have a, a ham radio that hopefully I can find somebody and listen to them and talk to them. All right, so here's where I'm at with this. I've got uh, I've got about four ham radios one is actually programmed to scan the area and pick things up. Okay. 
The other ones are just I would put something in and use them as personal communication. Yep. I've got a bunch of two ways, and I've got a C. I've got two CBs to be able to listen in on things. Okay. Right. So I'm I'm and I think that should be like in with this right, and I've got the hand crank radio just in case. <laughs> Action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.